0: Father, as we hear that, that beautiful hymn, we, we are thanking, Lord, that of, of you're near, and we pray that you'll receive us tonight, Lord, as your children, forgiving all of our sins and trespasses, and giving us of thy blessings as we are needy people, and in this great hour that we're now living and we see yearly it gets darker and darker no. to the world, and the coming of the Lord gets brighter and brighter as He reveals Himself in the in His Word and in His manifestation. No. We have come again tonight, Lord, to attempt uh, this meeting and to pray Thee to open to us, Lord, this a third seal of this book, that it might be uh, known to us that we would know uh, what to do and how to live and how to be better Christians. I pray, God, that you'll make every unchristian in here tonight realize their need of you granted. And I I pray, Heavenly Father, that every born-again Christian will realize that he must Live closer than he has in the past. That we might all be in that unity of Christian love and faith. Grant that every sick person in our midst will be healed tonight, Lord. They do realize their need of you. And I pray, Father, that you'll bless everything that's done or said to your honor and glory. In Jesus' name we ask it. Amen. Again tonight, we've assembled together again for this, the uh, Wednesday night of the week, and we're trusting the Lord tonight for a, a great outpouring of His blessings upon His Word. And today I have been studying as usual and trying to think of the things that would be more appropriate to say and the th- how to say it. And then depending on the Lord to give to me the interpretation uh, and meanings of, of this word that's written. And I am grateful to Him for what He has done for us through the week that we, of the opening of these seals. And I, perhaps it would be a good thing if Sunday morning, if, you know, many times we don't mean to be misunderstood, but, you know, you, it gets that way. And um uh, so, maybe Sunday morning, if all who has a question in their mind concerning it would write it out and give it on the desk here Saturday night. And uh, so I can see what it is, and then i try to answer for you Sunday morning. Lord, but I think that'd be better than what we were planning because um, uh, sometimes it's misunderstood, you know, and so that way I'd get, it'd be better that I would. I would get it straight, you know, it would uh, be just what it should be. Because I someone called today and said, uh, uh, called up and want to know if it was true that when the, the rapture taking taken place it would only be one in Jeffersonville and one in New York and the rest of them overseas. So I see, just misunderstood. And then someone said, at, uh, uh, Saturday night, if the Lord... Uh, give to us the last seal, and Jesus would be your Sunday morning. <laughs> so it's a, um, it's um, You see, you you don't that that isn't so. Uh, you don't, it isn't. We don't know if anyone tells you that they know when He's coming. You know they're wrong to begin with, because no one knows that. <laughs> but we want to live today like it was right now. I'm going to kind of turn you around for a minute, so be ready. <laughs> I, I believe Jesus will come within less than three minutes from right now, of His time. <laughs>
1: you know
0: how long that would be? About thirty-five years. <laughs> see, a thousand years is only one day with Him. So when you hear the Apostle back here said the time is at hand, or the time is at hand, the Apostle said that in Revelations. You know, how long that's been? That hasn't. That was just yesterday to God. Not even two days yet. And see, if it's three minutes, less than three minutes of his coming, see, that'd be 30 years about to us or something on that. Order. And look how, what three minutes would be to him. He's already rising up to come. <laughs> so we, uh, you know, sometimes when you read here, he's speaking in the terms of the word, see, not in our terms. And then if I knew he was coming tomorrow night, tomorrow night, tomorrow I would study and ask him to give me the message for the fourth seal. And I come down here preaching just the same. Uh, I, I want to be doing every day just what I would be doing if he comes. And I don't know nor the better place than to be caught right at the post of duty. Right at the post of duty. So we just keep carrying on till he comes. Sometimes when we just read and I'd be. Real careful, and when you re, uh, get the tapes, listen to them real close because you'll get it on the tape because they've been playing them tapes back, and they're really good and plain. So you'll get it clearer there. Now, everybody in love with Christ, I hope tonight, and everybody Amen. loving Him. I tell you what, sometimes what confuses uh, people, uh, it's someone that come in and didn't get the first part of the service. You see. Then they come in and they hear you refer back, hit back something, and then they take that what said and they didn't get the first part. Then it's all confusing to them. You see that? And they do think something was said different, but it, but it isn't. So um, if you've got a question that you don't understand, just write it on a piece of paper, lay it in any time between now and Saturday night. And I'll try Sunday morning to, if it's a little puzzling, you say, well, I wonder just what this meant here. I didn't get it. You know what I mean, then I'll try to answer for you Sunday morning, the Lord willing. Now, tonight we're going to read uh, from this blessed old word again in the sixth chapter, and we start tonight with the third seal, and that is the fifth verse, the fifth and sixth verse. And tomorrow night we close the four riders, the white horse. And uh, red horse, black horse, and pale horse. And I want to say this, that each time, even till this morning, about, I get up real, real early and go to prayer before things stir. And just keep on praying through the day. But this morning early, the Holy Spirit came to where I was and just as plain as anything, I, I've seen this other seal open up. Right? Just the time. Um, I, I, he hears me, I know, and I'm very grateful. Now, uh, you'll just remember that uh, there is something happening and I, I hope you're catching it. There's <laughs> <Amen. laughs> something happening. I just wanted to test this church one time and see if they could actually pick up something uh, before it actually taking place. I remember, remember what I told you, and let the Lord help us. Now, in the fifth verse, and when he had opened the third seal, I heard the third beast say, "Come, see!" And I beheld, and lo, a black horse, and he that sat on him had a pair of balances in his hand, and I heard a voice in the midst of the four beasts saying, "A measure of wheat for a penny." and three measures of barley for a penny. But see thou hurt not the oil and wine. Now, let's background this just a little bit on the seals that we have passed because just like in the church ages, while we try to give a background to kind of lap it over, that's the way the ages are actually in the scripture. One laps the other one over, just like that, like climbing a ladder. And uh, climbing a step, rather one running down to the other, coming back like I did, you go up a step. And now this seals the—it's a uh, the book of redemption sealed. Everybody understands that. Amen. And this book is sealed with seven seals. It is a seven-sealed book. See? And now remember, as we pictured it out to you and took it from Jeremiah and on, now they, when you have, they wrote like this on a piece of a script or paper rather, or not paper, but it was a hide, and they rolled it up like this. Now that, and then the end of it, was left like that. That denotes what's there. Then the next one takes the same kind of position, rolls up the same way, rolls like that, and then at the end here, It's torn off like that and left another one. Well, that was the seven sealed book. Now, we never had books like this till lately. The books in the old time were scrolls. They were rolled up. And then when they want the subject or anything like, if if the Bible's rolled up, you want to read the book of Isaiah, you turn down here to Isaiah and unroll it like that and read it. And this is a seven sealed book of redemption. And now we find that the Lamb comes out, takes the book out of the hand that Him that's set up on the throne, and breaks the seals, and uh, and, uh, loo- and looses, that, looses the seals to the people. And the four beasts sitting there that we tuck in the church ages, the same four beasts, you see them all the way through the Scripture, and they are the one who does the announcing of these uh, seals being broke. Now, and we see it is a, a book of redemption. Then we went back and got the, the kinsman redeemer and picked him up to see what his work was. And now for all these years, Christ has been doing the kinsman redeemer work. Now all understands that say amen. amen. He has been doing the work of the kinsman redeemer. But there will come a time that when the redeeming work will be over. And when the redeeming work is over, then he leaves the throne of God where he's seated now. But that's not his throne. He that overcometh shall sit with me in my throne as I have overcome and sat down on my Father's throne. That's not his throne. That belongs to Spirit God. Christ the Lamb, it doesn't belong to him. He is the incarnate God, see, which is the same God made incarnate. Now, He rises from the seat. First, the announcement went forth for um, uh, who is able to come and and take this book of redemption. See? For the whole plan of redemption from Adam, all that Adam lost, there was nothing lost until Adam, and after Adam, all was lost, In the earth, and uh, everything on the creation of the earth was lost, and everything fell with Adam, crossed the chasm that no one could get back. No way at all. Man, when he sinned, he left his way, he left no way back for himself. And then, when this question was asked, John the Revelator, the, the prophet John, was in the vision and saw it, and there was no man in heaven, no man on earth, no man beneath the earth, or nobody was even worthy to look at the book. See? Now just think of that. Then the Lamb comes forward, and He takes the book. Now, John was asked not to weep anymore. He said, Behold, the line of Judah has prevailed. And, and he can take the book and open it. So he turned to look for a lion and he saw a lamb. The elder called, said, A lion has prevailed. But when he came and looked, it was a lamb coming out from the throne. I had never noticed that before. Why? He had been back there and he was doing his mid work. For he was bleeding for the people, intercessing for the people until the last soul that was put on the Lamb's book of life before the foundation of the world come in there's just going to be so many of them there and that's it that's all the others won't even want to come in they have no desire to come in and so then when that last soul comes in then the time of redemption is finished then the lamb comes forth to claim his rights to what he has redeemed. And that's all creation. The earth and everything belongs to him. See? He has redeemed it with his own blood. And when he comes forth to take this book to open it, why my was John didn't weep anymore, and he looked at this lamb was a slain lamb. It was already been killed but it was alive again. And now we found out that a slain lamb is a bloody lamb, bleeding all over. It's been slain. After being slain, it had raised again, it was sitting on the throne. Say, back in behind the throne like this, uh, interceding for all those souls that would come. Then when the last one was here and it was completed, the uh, God still held the book of redemption. See? Now he's just doing the kinsman work now, like Boaz went down and Ruth was just sitting there waiting until Boaz, uh, uh, I mean, uh, Boaz done the re- kinsman redeeming work. You remember me preaching that a lot long ago? Yeah. Ruth the uh, gleaning and Ruth, uh, whatever she did and on down, and the last thing was Ruth waiting. Remember how I typed that in the church? While Boaz goes down to do the kinsman redeeming work. He did it. Kicked off his shoe and made a testimony and redeemed Neoma and through there got, got Ruth. Now, so Ruth was just waiting because she'd already labored. She'd done all these other things, but she was waiting. Now, and then when the church is waiting, resting, many of most of them in the dust of the earth while he's doing his kinsman redeem work. Now, the world's still going worse and sin is heaping up and and sickness and trouble and death and sorrow. The godless man and godless women die right down, cancer eats them up and everything else when they can't appropriate enough faith to reach out there and take a hold of it. Now, notice, but then after it was all over, after his, uh, his interceding was done, he comes forth takes the book out of the hand of him, and then John and everything in heaven, and again, the souls of the altar begin screaming. We get that in the sixth seal again? And how they rejoiced, and, and they fell down the elders and poured out the prayers of the saints, and the souls of the altar cried, worthy are you because you have redeemed us to God, and we are going back to earth to live as kings and priests. Oh, there was a great... And John said everybody in heaven, everything beneath the earth, and everything, you heard him praising God about it. John must have found his name on there, you know, all that time. Then he said he is worthy to take the book of redemption. Now, it doesn't belong back to the judge anymore. It belongs to the Redeemer. And he's done done the work of redemption. Now he's going to show the church what he's done. Amen. 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 that he just takes, but the book is closed, no one know it at all. They know it was a book of redemption on it there, but it's to be revealed in the last days, according to revelations ten, the seventh angel is going to be given the message of that, because it said that in the time of the sounding of the seventh church age, the seventh angel, when he sounds all the mysteries of God should be finished up by His Son. Amen. Then, after it's revealed, the angel come down from heaven, which was Christ. I remember this angel's on earth, a messenger. Now comes Christ, you see Him in the 10th chapter of Revelation, puts one foot upon the land, the other on the sea, rainbow over His head, eyes and like, uh, feet like fire, and so forth, raises up His hand, and swears by him that lives forever and ever on the throne that time shall be no more. And when he takes this oath, seven thunders utter their voices. And the writer, which when John was taken up, was supposed to write what he saw. He started to write down. He said, don't write it. Because, don't write that. It is an un... He said, seal it up. What in? Seal it up. Don't say it. See, it's to be revealed. But it's not even written in the Word. And then when he began to open the seals, we find out they were all puzzling. See? When he opened the first seal, he thought, now here he's going to say, and it will come that so-and-so will take the throne and certain do this and this will do that. But when it was, he just went a white horse riding and a rider on him. Well, he had a bow in his hand and he was given a crown after a while, he said that's all and the lamb turned back again and pulled another seal off and here we black a red horse rider and he had a, given a, a sword and he was going to make war and give him great power and take peace from the earth and kill one another that was kind of a, still a mysterious thing wasn't it when he opened it up Amen. and then goes on and said in the day just before these seven thunders all the mysteries here are revealed. Amen. Now look. Then we find out, as we've been studying, that down through the ages, we've had reformers, not prophets. Amen. Reformers, and each office carries its own its own work. It's like a man that's a, a telephone operator; he isn't a, exactly an electrician. Uh, he might do a little job at it. And like if a man is a lineman. Well, he certainly um, a man's a post hole digger and never did uh, do any line work. He'd better keep off the line. But he might do a little patch-up work or something. But when the real thing is to be revealed at the last day of the last part of the church, it's when God has said that He would send to us according to the Scriptures, and we've searched it through and through, that He predicted that the spirit of Elijah would return in some person. Amen. Now, I think that's been made just as clear, and, we, uh, and we're and we looking for that to happen. Somewhere, an anointed person, in the last days, to rise up. Now, you'll hear a lot of fanatics and everything else, but that just, just tries to, it's the devil trying to take away the real one. one yeah. it, you see? But it'll be properly identified. You know what Elijah was. Watch that, and you, you'll know. And then Amen. when he now the elect will know, not the others. They sure won't do it. They'll miss it a million miles. Like we've been through all that, and showed how they missed John, how they missed Elijah, how they missed Jesus, how they missed them all the way along, and they'll do the same thing, because the Bible said they would. See? So then, in that time, it'll be very humble. It'll be so simple. I don't want to make people fall away from it. It's too simple for them. Amen. We find out. Now always when people get smart and educated and know a whole lot, then they just that's just the kind of misses it. You know, see? Jesus never took them kind of people for be his disciples. He took unlearned people, fishermen, and nobody's connected with their churches and things. He just got ordinary men, tax collectors and farmers and fishers and so forth to do his work. Because they they know they're nothing, then he can make something out of them. As long as they keep knowing that they're nothing, then God can work but when they get to thinking they know something then you don't know nothing that you ought to know the Bible <laughs> so then, uh, we, we find that and now we find out then that these mysteries are supposed to be revealed and why didn't these other men Wesley, Luther and those great reformers who brought out justification sanctification the Pentecostal age with the baptism of the Holy Spirit and things? why didn't he catch these, these messages why didn't they get them because they were reformers. See? It's like, take it on the other side, there was people come in who was, uh, uh, had power as kings, but wasn't kings. See? See? You have to notice the Bible terminology of anything. See? Now, watch. But these the reason that all the straying ends of the mysterious part about uh, uh, justification... The mysterious part of sanctification, the mysterious part of the baptism of the Holy Ghost, and why? Uh, what kind did, a, did Eve eat an apple, or did she eat a plumbagrand, or something? See, did uh, uh, what was the serpent's seed? And uh, is the baptism in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Ghost, or the name of the Lord Jesus? Right, and oh, uh, hundreds of those things has been left loose ended. See, and then in the last hour. This fellow is to come on and reveal the thing.
1: Take,
0: take up the Scriptures. You'll be properly identified. Amen. Yes, sir. And now it won't be a great big thing now. It looks like here in the Bible it would be something big. How much bigger was it when John was supposed to come down there and baptize? Just think now, the prophets back all the way back, Isaiah, Malachi, and all of them spoke of him. When he would come... And what he did, just a lone old uneducated feller with whiskers all over his face and hair sticking out like a fuzzy worm and a big old piece of sheepskin gripped around him, no education at all, never went to school a day in his life as far as we know. Here he come out of the wilderness, not even as much as welcomed into a pulpit, Amen. and stood out there on the river of Jordan and began to call for people to repent. Amen. Could you imagine? The Bible said that everything will be so great in that day, even to all the high places will be made low. And all the low places will be brought up. Yes, sir. And all the rough places will be made plain. Well, I can imagine seeing them out there Think John will come out of this great forerunner of Christ and just take all the desert and smooth it out and put it in grass again. See? Oh, I imagine they had it all fixed up by like they have today. But it was so humble, even the apostles missed it. They said, why does the Scripture say, if you're going to be offered up now, why does the Scripture say that? And Elias must come first. He said, he's already coming. You didn't know it. Amen. Amen. And Son of Man, they'll do the same thing. But John, he said, did just what was listed for him to do. And they done to him just what they're supposed to do. And said, so must the Son of Man be suffered. While there wasn't, I guess, one-third of the whole Jewish race ever known that Jesus Christ was on earth they might have heard some fanatic down along there somewhere, but they didn't pay attention to what's going on. Amen. He came to his own, and his own received him not.
1: Amen.
0: Now there's where I believe even now it didn't say he'd secretly come, but the rapture will be a secret. Amen. Amen. So if that was so secret when he come, how much more will the rapture be unknown? Amen. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: They want to directly say, well, I thought we were supposed to have a rapture and all this judgment up on the earth. He said, it's already taking place and he didn't know it. Amen. It'll be so, just like a thief at the night. Like a, a book I read, what is that called? Uh, Romeo and Juliet, is that what it was? Amen. Something he let that got the land upside down. Something we offered. a long time ago. And come God, he's uh, to get her out at nighttime. Now, that's the way that it'll uh, It'll take place. And it'll be gone. Now they'll send a bunch of angels down with some spades and dig up the graves. The Bible said we'll be changed before even you could bat your eye, just a twinkle. Amen. It'll all be over Amen. that quick. Just say somebody disappeared. Well, I'd imagine if we could search the world over today, there's been 500 people disappear off the earth each day. Yeah hmm? They don't in the about. They just come up disappearing. Well, there ain't going to be too many going that rapture. Amen. Now, I don't want to scare you, and, I, and I, I, I don't think it's that way, but I just want to tell you what he said, and you know it yourself. As it was in the days of Noah, wherein eight souls were saved by water. Amen. Eight souls out of the world be saved by water. What do you say? Oh, my, now, no need to me trying. That shows you, you haven't got the kind of faith you need. Amen. If there's just going to go be one, that'll be me. <laughs> Amen. Because I believe it. <laughs> That's the way you want to believe it. Amen. Be me. I want to live so close to him that I know he's going to take me when he comes, I believe it. Amen. So if there, if everybody else misses, I'm going to be there. <laughs> By his grace, because he promised me that, and I know I, I, I'll be there. Because he can't lie, and I know my soul and Life bears record. I try to live daily just like he was coming, so uh, I, I'm, I'm going to be that one. Amen. That's the way you want to feel. If he's going to be eight, I'll be one of that eight. Amen. If he's going to be 500, I'm going to be one of that 500.
1: Amen.
0: Don't know about the other fellow, but I'm going to be one of that 500. See? That's the way you want to remember it. And if you don't remember it like that, there's something wrong with your faith. See? You're not sure you're saved yet then. You're just guessing at it. Do that. Alright, we ain't gonna get into the seal, are we? Alright. I want each night, I don't know whether you mind me taking up your time, we could get out a little bit earlier. There's not to. in the revealing of these of these seals, remember it's only really one verse. The first tells the announcing of it. The second verse. Most all commentaries and so forth, the reading of it are. Are a reading of their thoughts and I have and I've always believed like nearly all of them does that that first horse rider was the, was the early church but when the Holy Spirit revealed it it was absolutely contrary to that Amen. and so then all it does is just show what it is and then I try now to me this is very sacred that's the reason I'd rather answer these questions and let's get everybody knowing straight and on tapes too that they'll understand now. See, I tried to speak a while at night on backgrounding to get the people rushing in and pushing in, and you shouldn't do that. Right? But when it does, it's human beings and it's hot in and here and you and you're restless, but you've been very, very nice. The best I've ever seen the people act in the tabernacle has been this meeting. And the setting quiet, and mothers take their babies to the nursery when they start crying, and everything has been very nice. But I try to background it until I just feel the anointing of the Spirit on me to say these words, to say what has been revealed to me. And then if I'm somewhere doing that, if I have made a mistake here, surely here before all the people, you'll correct it for me. I, I, want, it, it's, it's, I want it right. Amen. There's no need of taking this what you imagine. There's something right. And, and we want that. We Amen. want God to give us what's right. So now, we tuck this, these riders as they come up the first horse. Now, uh, and we realize that that was uh, the Antichrist that went forth. And then we find out last night that the same fellow that went forth as Antichrist as a white horse, we found him with a sword last night. Riding and killing people. Now, now, it's always the natural and the spiritual. And for the church's sake, I want to type just before we get to the opening of this seal, which what he gave me, I got it wrote down here. I got several scriptures here, seven or eight pages of it. And as I refer to it, uh, notice, I want to give a type of the church and make it so plain that you'll be bound to see it. See? Now, there was a natural bride in the Garden of Eden. Remember last night? That natural bride, she was Adam's sweetheart, not yet his wife, because he hadn't knew her yet as a wife. Just like Mary was Joseph's wife, but he never knew her yet. She was found as a child. See? Now, before Adam knew his wife, she was just a bride to him. Alright? And we find out that um, God, she she fell in the Garden of Eden because she failed to hold to God's Word. Now, he knew that Satan would be loose among them, so he gave them uh, a place to stay behind. Fortify them. Well, who could know any better place to be fortified than God? If He's trying to take care of His own children, if I wanted to take care of my little Joseph, a brother, everything, and I know his life depended on it, why, and I was able to do it. Well, if forty-foot concrete reinforced. Would, would be the thing, would do it. That's, uh, I'd make it 90 foot. <laughs> to be sure that, and if I can think that about my little boy, which if his mortal life had lost, I believe a child would be saved. How much more to God, to his child, that would be eternally lost. What should he place him behind? He placed him behind his own word. As long as you're in that word, you're safe. If you abide in me and my words in you, then just ask what you will. Amen. That's it, the word. Right? Thank you. So Eve got to strolling in the garden and she ran into the serpent, a very polished up sort of a fella. And she and he began now he was on the other side. God lives, dwells, works in humility. Never any other way. Now, the little humble lady walking along there, and Satan come up as a wise, slick, polished sort of a fella, And he wanted to sell her the program as long as, no matter how much Satan was around, as long as she stayed behind this word, she was all right. Hmm? So let Satan do whatever he wants to. You just stay at the word. It'll make a bit of difference. If he says, well, you're sick, stripes stripes and heal. Well, you're going to die. You will raise me up again. He promised <laughs> See, just stay behind the word. That's all. Christ retreated to the word himself. It's written. Now, stay behind the word. But Eve, she began to kind of let down. But she never let it all down. She only let one little phrase down. And that's what Satan wanted her to do. he got her from behind God's promise by reasoning. Don't never try to reason God's word. Just believe it. Amen. Amen. So she stepped out from there and before Adam ever got to her for a wife, she was already defiled by Satan. And, she, and did you notice Christ did the same thing exactly now for redeeming God had to be there first. Did you notice? Mary, before she would come to Joseph, the Holy Spirit had done got there. (laughs) That's where the Redeemer comes. Now, notice. The natural woman fell, and God made a way for her to be redeemed. Although she had fallen, He made a way. Now, that was the first bride on earth fell before her husband and her were married she fell by, by the reason of, of reasoning instead of staying with the Word, she fell. Amen. And she fell to death. Amen. Eternal separation. Amen. With her she took her husband and everything else there was on the earth. Amen. She fell. Now, but God, full of mercy, made a way to redeem that woman. And now He promised her telling her that sometime in the future the true Word would come to her again. The true Word will be made known to her. I remember that because He promised Christ through the woman. And Christ is the Word. St. John 1, In the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, and the Word was God, and the Word became flesh. See? And dwelt with us. God dwelt with us in flesh. He was the Word. Before a Word, it's a thought. And a thought has to be created. Alright, so God's thoughts become creation when it was spoke by a Word. That's when He presents it to to you as a thought, His thought, and it's revealed to you, then it's still a thought until you speak it. That's the reason Moses went out to pray, a pillar of fire around him, and he said, go on, hold your stick towards the east and say, call for flies. There's no flies. But he went and held the stick there and said, let there be flies. No flies at all yet. Went on back, but the words, God's thought has already been spoken. It's a word. Now it's got to happen. Now, don't you see what Jesus said? If you say to this mountain, not if I say it, but you say to this mountain, be moved. And the first thing I guess in Moses' time, big old green fly began to buzz, and after a while it was five pounds per yard. Where'd it come from? It, God created him. Don't you see how, God can destroy this world tonight with, with gnats if he wants to?
1: Amen.
0: Well, he could pile gnats from to the moon. All the things just say, let there be gnats to the moon. That'd be all there would be to it. Amen. No chemicals or nothing, they just keep on growing, growing, growing on, see. He can do what He wants to. He's God. The Creator, the only thing he can do is just speak it. That's right. He's the Creator. Now, if we just get to realizing how great He is, yeah, yeah. He just does what He wishes to. He sits up there and looks at people and these little educators, smart and out, and there's no God and, and everything. <laughs> well, it's it, just like it was at Babel again. Babel, rather. Now, we notice that God told Eve that after so long a time, the Word's coming back to you. Now, how did she fall? i my class to say it. What did she fall from? What did Eve fall from? The Word. Is that right? Yes. The yes. Word. Right. And God said He'd make a way to redeem her back to the Word again. Yes. All right. After so long a time, the Word would be known to her. All right. The Word would come for one purpose. Now, hold tight now what I'm saying. The Word would come to her for one purpose. That was for redemption. Amen. All right. But until, until then, she had a substitute that would, uh, that would work until the time arrived for the original Word. I, you understand clearly? Amen. See? He told her the Word would come to her again. But until that time, He gave her a substitute until that time arrived. Amen. So He gave her offering to make a substitute for that blood. Now, the blood was of bulls and sheep, and goats and things. But it didn't take away her sin. See? It only covered her sin. Amen. It didn't take it away at all. It covered it. For it was an animal's blood, and in the animal's blood is animal life. It was a substitute until the real—get uh, your coats on—the real human blood, as human beings would be, become incarnate Amen. God, Amen. without sex, virgin. Amen. The virgin birth produce it. Now, God's word. Promise became blood and was incarnated in the person of Jesus Christ the Savior. Amen. The blood of bulls and goats and so forth. But now wait. Here God made the promise saying it would be there when it come. Her seed should bruise the serpent's head. Now if her seed comes like from Adam or like it had been from the serpent and so forth then would still be sinful seed. That's the reason John wept there's no man because no man everybody's crossed the other side of the ditch. The chasm. But there's coming a time that when this substitute blood of animal would be done away with when the real incarnate blood came. God yeah. made flesh and blood. Yeah. The Bible said He was.
1: 1
0: yeah. yeah. Timothy 3.16 Without controversy, great is the mystery of God as for God was manifested in flesh. Yeah. That's right. Uh, Virgin Birth did this. Now the blood of sheep and goats covered sin but didn't get rid of it. For it was the animal's blood, but it was to be all right, was to be a substitute, and they sure got got used to that substitute. And so they just kept on. And when the real promised word was made manifest in Jesus Christ, who proved to be the son of the great creator God and was vindicated himself by being the living word of God. Amen. He proved he was. Amen. He could speak things into existence. Amen. There ain't a human being or, or nothing in the world can do. There ain't a thing on earth can create. But God, Amen. the devil can't create. He's a perverter of what's been created, but he can't create. Sin is only righteousness perverted. You know what I mean? What is a lie? It's the truth misrepresented. See? What is an adultery? The right legal act uh, perverted Amen. everything in sin. Sin is just uh, the truth perverted. Now he could not create, but when Christ came, proved he was the creator. Amen. There was the blood that had been promised. Now, if you want to read that, you let's just turn for a minute. We go take the time on this anyhow. It makes me nervous. I think everybody wants to go home. You know. And, oh, no. so a... Now let's get Acts two. Thank you. And we'll just... Acts 2, and we'll find out whether this is right or not. Whether he was proved that he was God. All right. uh, get Acts 2, now let's get here at the 22nd verse. Peter speaking the day of Pentecost. Ye men of Israel, hear these words. Jesus of Nazareth, a man approved of God among you by miracles, wonders, and signs which God did by him in the midst of you as you yourselves also know. A man that was approved that it was God among you by the very things he'd done, proved that he was. Here's Peter, standing at the Sanhedrin, telling them. Nicodemus knows the same he said, "Rabbi, we all know that you are a teacher comes from God, because no man can do these things says he come from God."
1: Amen.
0: They know it, but why? Now what? Now Eve was promises, but when that bride come on down and refused when the real word came to her, so the woman refused to recognize the Hebrew bride. For she was the bride of, of God. He put her away in divorcement. Is that right? Yeah. She was a bride of God. You say, well, he wasn't ever married yet. That's right. But Joseph put Mary away before he was going to put Mary away before this was married. Okay. See? He was engaged to her. And when he come and the word that he prom- promised come for the wedding... He found her wrapped in her substitutes, so bad that she wouldn't take the real promise that had been made, the word. Christ. Maybe you don't get it. Right? Let me go over again. I want you to get this. Thing. She was promised the bride, Eve, to be a redeemer. A redeemer would be the Word. Amen. And when the word came made flesh. She rejected it. She was given substitutes, a whole substitute, given substitutes to go on until the Redeemer comes. And when the Redeemer comes, she wanted to continue with her substitute and rejected the true word. Yeah. Yeah. That was the Hebrew bride. So did He by the second Eve bride, the mother of all spiritual living. See? Eve means the mother of all all that's living. Eve, mother of all that's living. Now, and when he came to the Hebrew bride, she was the mother of all that was living. But she rejected it. Natural Eve fell in Eden by listening to Satan's reasoning against God's Word. That's how she fell. All right, sir. She fell because she did that. Spiritual Eve. Now, that's the church. Christ. Right. She fell, not in Eden, but in Rome. See? At the Nicaea Council, when she rejected that Pentecostal church that went down to Nicaea and listening to Romans' reasoning, instead of holding on to the Word, she fell and everything away from her died with her around her. Now, Just as natural Eve fell, spiritual Eve fell. God's bride fell in the garden. Christ's bride fell in Rome. See? Notice. By the same reasoning against God's Word, she also forfeited her rights of virtue to Satan, which we found in the breaking of these seals, that that was Satan and still is Satan there. Amen. The Bible said it's the very seed of Satan. Amen. 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 And as Eve forfeited her, her virtuous rights and give them over to Satan in the Garden of Eden, the church, the bride of Christ, did the same thing at Rome when they forfeited the Bible for their dogmas and reasoning? See, I types. You just run those types; you're bound to come out right. If my hand looks like if I've never seen myself and I see my shadow coming, I know just about what it'll look like. See, but that's where if you want to see what's coming, look what has been. For the, all the old things were shadows of things to come. The Bible said. All right. For she forfeited her virtuous Word, the Word of God, when she sold the Bible and put a man in there that says that the church has rights to change anything they want to change. And they've done it. And the bride of Christ, the Pentecostal bride, sold out her virtue at Nicaea, just as Eve sold her virtue to Satan in the Garden of Eden. Exactly. All right. God has promised this church, this Pentecostal church, knowing she would do it, like you did to Eve, God has promised the Pentecostal church. Do you believe that she sold her birthrights before uh, uh, her virtue when she left over there? Do you believe that? She's sure she did. Amen. Then what good is a creed? Not based on this Bible. Amen. Amen. I want somebody to find what's called the Apostles' Creed or even one word of it in the Bible. That's a Catholic creed, not an Apostles' Creed. Read Acts two thirty-eight. That's Apostles' Creed. Got now, that's what they used all the time, anyhow. So if you see, so they sold out their birthrights. Not only that, Methodists, Baptist, Presbyterian, Pentecostals, or Estims done the same. She formed a denomination. Rome, what made her do that, she formed a denomination and put man at the head of it. Amen. And the Methodist, Baptists, Pentecostals, and everyone's done the same thing, put a group of man at the head of it. Yes. No matter what God says, you've got to do it the way they say do it. But well, what is it? It's nothing in the world but spiritual prostitution. Amen. Amen. Wrong type of woman. listen. Yes, creeds. Lying creeds. Man-made. Then she became when she did that. Now I'll prove this. She became a whore to God. Amen. You believe the Bible says that? Amen. Yes, sir. Her daughters has done the same. Yes.
1: Amen.
0: Now in Revelation 17, if you want to mark it down. John was taken in the spirit and saw a great horror setting up on, him. we read it last night. And there was the seven hills and exactly what she had done, and she had. Given the world her filthy fornications. Yeah. Is that right? Amen. And all the kings of the earth committed fornications with her. Amen. Cheating, stealing, lying, paying for repentance and, and no novenience and every other thing. When well, I remember, she had daughters. Well, if she become a body and under an organizational system, then the whole system's wrong. Amen.
1: Amen.
0: And if Eve, disobeying God, throwed everything into death that was under, and every church that organizes throws everything to death under. That's right. Exactly. Amen. The whole thing's gone. Amen. That's exactly according to the Word here. Read Revelation 17. And the Bible said that He would burn her with fire and all her children with her. Amen. Right. That means every organization system will burn with the whore. Yes. That sounds flat. But, and uh, I know you'll hear from it. I want to hear from it. Amen. And I, I, that's right, old. Oh. The Bible said so, so that makes it right. Amen. She became a whore. You can read Revelation the 17th chapter. She What did she do? She committed fornications against her own husband. Amen. Well, you say, no, that's the Bible. The Word is God. Amen. And if you take one thing, would you want your wife kissing some other man? If she didn't do no more than that, you wouldn't want her doing it. Amen. She'd prove her untrueness. Amen. Whosoever shall take one word away Amen. from it or add Amen. one to it. Amen. Hallelujah! Amen. Christ Amen. wants his Amen. wife pure with the Word. Amen. That's Amen. The way she must be. Amen. Amen. Oh, nothing, not one hotter, one gentle, or anything, or tittle will pass from that law, uh, from that book till it's all fulfilled. Jesus said both heavens and earth will pass away, but my word shall never pass. Don't put any private interpretation to it. He wants a pure, unadulterated, not even a flirt. I wouldn't want my wife to flirt with some other man. And when you go to listen to any kind of reasons beyond that, you're listening, you're flirting with Satan.
1: Amen. Amen. Amen.
0: Amen. Amen. Don't, Don't make you feel it feel God wants you to stay unadulterated. Stay right there in that word. Amen. Stay right with it. Hallelujah. All right. God promised to her. As he did to Eve in the Garden of Eden, to this uh, last Eve here, which the Pentecostal Church, the beginning of the Church, the Church itself is the mother of all of the living people, because as long as they go in there. But you see, when they take up her sins, they die with her. Amen. Here comes a little fellow along. He say, "I want to serve God." They say, "Well, here's what you do. Go down there and repent." All right. I'll do it. Glory to God, but I repent. Now come join us. For there, there you are. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> I died right with it. Amen. Well, that's just, that's what this book is teaching. See, yes. not what I'm saying because it says you're so. All right. Now, God has promised her, as it did Eve. He told Eve there would come a time that there would the word would come back to her again. Now you remember that? Yes. What? She lost from it would be restored because there's only one thing can restore and that's the word. Exactly. I said, shoot a gun. If you don't hit the target, find where it went off at. You've got to come back there and start again. And if you go back, you go to Nicaea. That's where you start again. See? Go back with them organizations, with all that church. We've been seeing these seals as perfectly. Always wanted all my life. Why I was so against the organizational systems, not the people. No, the people are just like me or you or anybody else. But that system, yeah. Amen. that denominational system, now I see it right here never knowed it till now. And that's right. God promised the spiritual Eve, as same as He did the natural Eve, it again the Word would be restored to her. In the last days, He would restore to the church to the original Word again. I watch real close. I I want you to be sure now. God promised Eve the time would come when the word would be restored by her seed. The word itself would become seed. And when they give her a substitute, she held that substitute. And when the word come to her, what she do? I don't want it. It's too humble. Didn't look right to her. Wasn't polished enough. Amen. A stable? Oh, my. my! A guy like that? Not a day in school? Oh, well, how could he accept that? That's no Messiah. A guy that guys kick him around like that, and then call it Messiah? Let him put a rag around his face and hit him on the head he called himself a prophet, a real prophet, raised up after. They didn't know prophets. Amen. <laughs> Jesus said so. Amen. He said, if you'd have known the prophets, you'd know me. Now <laughs> notice... But when the Word came to her the way, just exactly the way God said it would come, she had figured out some other way. Amen. I'm talking about the bride, the Jewish bride, the Hebrew bride. That was Eve to begin with. Now, when we come out of here, she didn't want it. She won't stay with her substitutes. Now, God promised spiritually at Pentecost, told it even before it happened, 400 years before the church ever fell, that they would fall away. And they would do what they've done. Amen. But He promised in the last days He'd send the Word again. Amen.
1: Amen.
0: Jesus spoke the same thing when He was on earth. Amen. He would send it again. And what is, what will it find? It'll find the same thing that it found when it come first. Amen. Right. Got, they got. They want their substitutes. They want their denomination. Amen. They want their creeds. Yes. They want to live this way they want to. And they want. Well, I'm so and so. I belong to so and so. Don't make a difference what God's doing. How much He manifests Himself. He could raise the dead. He could tell the secrets of the hearts. He could do everything that the Bible said He would do. That don't make a bit of difference if it ain't connected with my organization. It's nothing to it.
1: Amen.
0: Amen. Same thing that Hebrew. Right, yeah. Amen. That's right. They, they listened to their substitute and God promised them the real. Amen. And when the real come, they didn't want it. Amen. It was too humble. Amen. Now, it's the same thing today. Yes. When when it rises on the scene, God said in Malachi 4 that He would send the message in the last days that would restore... Amen. Amen. <laughs> Joel said, I will restore Amen. all the years, everything that Rome eat up, everything Amen. the Bethany seed up, everything the Baptist seed up, Amen. over that original Pentecostal branch. God said, I Amen. will restore him. And he can send us such a person that will be the only thing that God ever sent his word to as a prophet.
1: Amen. Amen. I know.
0: Not to reformers, to prophets. Amen. It wasn't the hour for it. Now it's getting to be the hour, and that's Amen. the reason we're watching for it to come. Amen. It'll be so humble and gentle, and so, oh my, you think them aristocratic Methodists, Baptists, and Presbyterian Pentecostals will ever receive it? Oh, you said Pentecostals? The Pentecostals is the lady of sins. Yes, yes. Rich and have need of nothing. It said you don't know that you're poor. might be building millions of dollars buildings, but you're still poor. Yes. Spiritual core. Yeah. Oh, you say I see it all. You're blind. Well,
1: yeah.
0: yeah. you say, "Bless God, I'm covered naked." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I assure our boys, we got seminaries, we... and don't know it. <laughs> now, that's just vice versa. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Now, if the Bible said that the lady of St. Church would be in that condition. And there's no person on earth could deny that this is the last age because the lady is seeing church age with the seventh church age and here we are. Amen. The second 2,000 years is finishing. There's no more church ages. That's the you latter-range brethren couldn't start another organization It's going to be no more. Amen. Amen. That's right. It's at the end. Yeah. Amen. 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 There ain't been no more church ages. It's all over. But then if the Pentecostal message was the last message, which justification, sanctification, the baptism of the Holy Ghost, the last three messages, the last three church ages, forms a complete birth. It's like when a woman is go to have her baby. The actual first thing happens is water. Next thing's blood. Next thing's life. When they killed Jesus at the cross, the substance come from his body to make up the new to make up the, the birth. They stuck his side. Blood and water came out. And into thy hands I command my spirit. Amen. What came from his body was water, blood, spirit. First uh, John 5, 7 tells you about that. There are three that bear record in heaven. The Father, the Word, which is Christ, and the Holy Ghost. And these three agree in one. They're not one, but they agree in one. And there are three that bear record, or they are one oh, of me. Amen. I'm mistaken. The, and the three that bear record on earth is the water, blood, and spirit. Amen. And they agree in that. Amen. You can be sanctified without being justified. You can be justified without being sanctified. Amen. You can be uh, sanctified without receiving the Holy Ghost. That's exactly. That's right. The disciples in John 17, 17 were sanctified and given power, cast out devils, still didn't have the Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen. Had to go up to Pentecost and wait till the Holy Ghost comes. That's That's where Judas showed his colors. See how that Spirit worked its way through justification and sanctification? But when it comes to the end, he showed his colors. That's right. right. Now notice. Now, here we are at the end time. And spiritual Eve, just as as Hebrew Eve, was promised, the Hebrew bride was promised, the Word to return. And the spiritual bride from Pentecost when she fell at Nicaea, then she's promised in the last days that the Word will come again. Now you see, now you're going to know the Scripture, take over here, Revelation 10, and said in the hour, the time of the, the last angel, the seventh angel, seventh messenger,
1: Amen.
0: begins to sound, the mystery of God is finished. Amen. Amen. The restoration back to the Word. The Bible said that this messenger of the last days would be restore them back to the original faith again. Amen. Back to the faith of the Father. But do you think they receive it? No, sir. Last days, He would restore the original Word again. It said in Malachi 4. But uh, she had forfeited. Now, she forfeited that Word at Nicaea. Eve forfeited in Eden. Eve rejected hers at Calvary. And Nicaea's group is rejecting it in the last days. It's the same. But when the Word came in human flesh, she, Eve, the Hebrew church, mother of all spiritual living at then, she rejected it. She was so dead in her traditions and dogmas that she missed it. So is this one. Exactly. All right. They miss Him, the living Word, manifested in the flesh by the Word that is promised. The Word promised to do these things. The promise was made that it will be like this in the last days. Amen. As it was in the days of Sodom, so shall it be in the coming of the Son of Man. Amen. Now watch what happened to Sodom. As it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the coming of the Son of Man. Amen. See? Watch what happened then. See? Now I said it'd be the same thing, and we live in that day. Or well, there could be, I guess I could get 600 promises of them like that. Now the Scripture, just referring to it. See? Now, but they rejected. She held to her additions and substitute and stood up of the, the shale to the substitute blood instead of the real blood. Uh, Jesus, the Word, when it was manifested to her, because she helped to these traditions, Jesus, the manifested Word, said to the bride, Hebrew bride, because you hold to your traditions, you make the Word of God without any effect to you. Amen. It can't be effective. Now, that's what's the reason today that the, the revivals that we're supposed to have, we have denominational revivals, we haven't had a real stirring. No, no, no. Oh, sir, don't think we got revivals. We haven't. Oh, they've got millions and millions and millions of church members, but not a revival, number. no, sir. Uh, no, the, the bride hasn't had a revival yet. There's been no revival there, no manifestation of God to stir the bride yet, see. We're looking for it. It'll take those seven unknown thunders back there to wake her up, I guess. He'll send it. He promised it. Now, watch. Now, she was was dead. And now, if the churches would forget their creeds and forget their dogmas and just take the Bible, plead the promise then it would come effective to them. But see, Jesus said, you with your traditions make the word of God not effective to you. Well, that's the same thing today with spiritual Eve, see? The spiritual bride of today, so-called the church, she takes the word of God and she won't accept it and she accepts dogmas instead. Therefore, the word's not effective to her. Amen. See? Because she tries to inject her creed with the Word. And it won't work. Now, what we need today, just uh, keep reading the herald of his coming, across the headlines, we need a prophet to return. We need a prophet to return. And I guess when he does return, they'll know nothing about it. That's right. It's so always been that way, you see. We need it. Everything you talk about, we need a prophet to return who will bring the word of the Lord. Yeah. Fearless. We be the Bible promising. Uh, uh, no brother, brother Moore, and i eating his house and everything else. Uh, the editor, he's the finest man that uh, walks in shoe leather, I guess. One of the finest. It, see, he knows that we've got to have that. And Sister Moore, one of the finest women, little poor little fellow, they sacrificed, and that's one of the best papers on the field, in my opinion, is the Herald of His Coming. But you find out, they keep blasting at. We need a prophet. We need a prophet. See, My, ah, that's what they talk about. And then here we are today, and like yesterday and today, announcing on the radio that and the Baptist churches and so forth, that we're not to take in with the Catholics, but we're to kind of fellowship with them. Oh, yeah. hey? And right here, the message going out right here to stay away from that poison. Yeah. Yeah. How could you walk together unless they be agreed? Yeah. Light and dark can't fellowship together. When light comes in, dark goes out. Amen. Okay, most powerful, you can't put light out with dark, but you can put dark out with light. Amen. That's right. And He is the light and He is the Word. Yeah. Okay, there you are. Right straight back, you can't make it lie or do anything wrong. It comes right straight back to the spot again. Yes, sir? Just like some guy start trying to fuss with you. If you know where to stand, know what he believes, it's just like taking a rabbit and turning loose in a pen... And you got every hole stopped up, you stand at the gate, he's got to come back. (laughs) He'll come right back to the gate again, so that's all we can get out. (laughs) He'll stick his head through here and almost break his neck, go over there and over there, you stand watching, and he'll come right back. (laughs) That's all. That's the only way you stay with that word. You can bust all around your just break your neck everywhere, but you've got to come right back to this word. It's all. Now. See, they 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 don't want it. They don't want God's word. Because she held her traditions, she kept the word of God from being of non-effect. The same now on spiritual eve. She don't want, she wants to keep her traditions and get away from the word of God. She holds. Uh, again to the denominations and her creeds and traditions of her elders instead of taking the word of God. And when the promise of the word in the last days is brought to her, she will not receive it because with her traditions like the Hebrew bride did, the real word, though manifested, proven, proven, Amen.
1: Amen. She won't have it. Amen.
0: Why won't she? Because there's her type. Amen. She can't do it. Amen. That's right. She can't beat her type. See, it's predicted she'd do it. So how I go to keep from anything? Now the only thing you do is just be happy you're in. That's Amen. all. Amen. All right. God promised in the last days that He would manifest and would vindicate His Word to her. And still, she wouldn't do it. All that God promised her by His servants, the prophets, God promised through Jesus Christ, God promised through Joel, God promised through Paul, God promised through Malachi, John, God promised through John the Revelator, all them prophets just did Exactly what the last message would be to her. Amen. Now, if you want to write them down, of course you all know them. Uh, Jesus, John fourteen twelve, and Joel, Joel two thirty eight, Paul, 2 Timothy three, uh, Malachi fourth chapter, and John the Revelation, uh, Revelations ten seventeen one to seventeen. Hmm? Exactly what would take place now, Amen. and to the church. What is it? The incarnate Word made flesh amongst His people again. Amen. Amen.
1: Amen.
0: And they just don't believe it.
1: Amen. Oh.
0: Amen. You know what Jesus said when He'd he, he done them miracles before them and d- proved that He was God? Proved that, that what He was doing, He, was, he had done exactly. He, he said to them, He said, O oh, you Capernaum, who is exalted into heaven, if the works had been, the mighty works had been done in Sodom, that's been done and you would be standing today. Amen. That's right. And in Capernaum, you never remember to heal a few people and told them the secrets of their hearts and walked out. <laughs> that's all. See, they don't know what mighty works are. Amen. They think it has to be a great big program where everybody yeah. gets up and the judge makes a speech and, and the band's playing, the colors flying, the and the well-dressed uh, women uh tearing in and all the Ph.D. L.L.D.s, the big tall hats and turned around collars and everything, they all have to walk in. That's something great. God says that's foolish. Amen. And he brings up a little something. I don't know what difference between maybe uh, ABCs, Harley, and perform something and just... Sets the real church afire, and the rest of them is a "Bunch of older rollers." God calls that great, and the world calls it foolish. Amen. The world calls that great, and God calls that foolish. Amen. It's just by versa. Amen. And the thing that God has promised, God will and has done. Amen. Amen. Here we are. Now, still she remains as she did, the Hebrew Eve. She just wouldn't do it. You could raise up the dead. You could see the Spirit of God. Jesus came down, vindicated himself to be the Son of God. First he started preaching. Well, they thought, well, kind of odd-like fellow. Uh, who is he anyhow? Well, the first thing you know, people can say, of course it said before when his forerunner come, John, they said, are you the Messiah? I said, no, nope, but he's standing among you somewhere. <laughs> see, yeah. why? He knows when his message taken place what he was to do. Amen. Amen. He knew what he was going to do. Just like Noah kept watching Enoch. When Enoch went, Noah said, very get close to the ark. <laughs> the time is at hand. Amen. Noah kept watching Enoch. See? And John watched for the sign that Jesus told him, or God told him to watch. Amen. He said, He's standing right here now, somewhere among you. Amen. I don't know him, but I will know him. Amen. Stand there, they said. Well, aren't you the Messiah? Said we were sent from the headquarters. <laughs> said um, the elders and all sent us down here. If you're the Messiah, won't you come up? And make yourself known up there, not down here in this bunch of stuff down here. <laughs> Amen. Amen. You come up there and make yourself known. He said, I'm not the Messiah. He said, I'm the voice of one crying in the wilderness. Amen. That way as far with their head as they could go. Home. They didn't know Amen. nothing about it. See? And yet they're all looking for him to come. But it couldn't be a guy like that. Oh, my, that would be terrible. What school are you from? None. Have you got your fellowship card? What is it? (laughs) He was anointed of God. He says, one thing I have, the axe is laid to the root of the tree. (laughs) Now, that's all he he had. He talked in terms of a woodsman, not in terms of a clergyman pipers and axes and trees and so forth. He he didn't talk in ecclesiastical terms, but Jesus said there never was a prophet like him. Never a man born of a woman like him until his day. Right. He was more than a prophet. He was a messenger of the covenant. Stood right between the the two dispensations coming in. See? More than a prophet. And so then... um, then uh, they didn't know him. They didn't understand him. It was kind of an odd-like sort of fellow, so they dismissed him, see? And um, when Jesus come then, and sure they wasn't going to accept him, this carpenter's boy, There wasn't nothing like that, with a black name behind him of illegitimate. He was, they wouldn't see a fellow like that. But, uh, but look what God did. He took the unlearned, poor fishermen, woodsmen, farmers, and harlots... Amen. and left the dignitaries set there Amen. why what, why did he do it why did he do such a thing could you imagine because that them people recognized him to be the word Amen. Amen. now let's just watch him just a minute here's an old ignorant fisherman can't write his name the bible said he was ignorant and unlearned he brings his fish up and sets it down goes down there and sees what all this noise is about. But way down deep in him, he knew that the Bible said that the Messiah, all Hebrews, look for the Messiah. Because there was to be a scriptural thing happen when he comes. There had been a lot of messiahs raised up and said, I'm he, and let them off for the hundreds and, and perish and everything. But see, that was a throw off the real one when he comes. We've had Elijah's mantles and coats and every other thing, but that, that's 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 just to throw off the real thing when he does come. Yeah. That's right. All kinds of people that's wore the robes and the garments and been buried in all kinds of hoods turned around and everything else. That I I just only vindicates like a bogus dollar shows there's a good one somewhere if he is it. Yeah. So here he comes. Now, these dignitaries come out they were so on their substitute while well, they said, now, if the Messiah comes, He'll certainly come to Caiaphasis. He'll come to our denomination. He'll come to the Pharisees, the Sadducees. That's what you think. He'll come to the Sadducees. and There they was. See, the same thing they have today. Yeah. Now, but when He come, it was strange. He will come, oh, very contrary to what they thought, but He come according to the Word. Yeah. And they didn't know the Word. No, no. Yeah. Let me say that real, so you it'll sink way down. I want this to get it. That's what's the matter with you today. Amen. Amen. You don't know the Amen. Word. Amen. Jesus said, You can discern the face of the skies, but the signs of time you can't discern. He said, We, Moses, so oh, said, If you'd know Moses, you'd know me. They
1: <laughs>
0: didn't know Moses, and therefore they didn't know. They just know a creed. That hats down. Amen. Now, let's take this old fisherman. Sets his basket down. Puts his gray beard down. Walks down. People, see who it is. Brother said, come on. Let's go down here. That's that same guy. That's the guy they said the other day. I stayed all night with him last night. You know, John, I was talking about, yeah, that wild man down there. Yeah, I heard about him. <laughs> well, uh, uh, that old Simon, you know, said, I heard about him down there. Yeah, it's been uh, two or three months ago down there. Yeah. What well, he said, and one day he was standing there. He said, an odd thing. He said, you know, here he comes right now. They said, how do you know? It? Look to her. He an ordinary fellow standing there. He said, I see the Spirit of God like a dove coming down. I hear a voice saying, this is him. This is my beloved son in whom I am pleased to dwell in. Then he walked out in the water and baptized him and so forth. Well, there, he said he knew him. Oh, I don't know Simon said. I've heard all that and walked about Here he comes up, but down in his heart was a predestinated seed. Jesus said so. Amen. Right. Amen. Walks up to him, walks up. So I'll go down to the meeting and see. Walks up there. Jesus stand there, just an awe your little fellow. Walk up and said, Why, your name is Simon.
1: <laughs> Amen.
0: And your father's name is Jonas. <laughs> uh, that deflated him. Wow! That little eternal life seed struck in there. Amen. Yes, sir. Said, Wait a minute. How's that? You never did see me. Neither did you know my dad because he have been dead for years. But here you come tell me that. Now, I know that the Bible says. Now, I have to not go back to what the elder says. But the Bible said that the Messiah would be a prophet. There he is. That's him. One day he passed through Samaria, going down through there with a bunch of Jews. He left them. This little ill-famed woman come out, maybe a pretty little lady, you know, and she'd been turned out on the street as a kid, and she was going through there. Maybe she was thinking about something. She walked up there to set the bucket down, and she started to let the window down, you know, get the water. She heard a man say, Bring me a drink. She looked around there said, Kind of a middle-aged Jew. She said, Say, aren't you a Jew? You shouldn't do that. It's not customary for you to talk to me. I'm a Samaritan. She said, but if you know who you're talking to, you'd ask me to give you a drink. She said, where's your bucket? Where's your string? Well, he said, the water that I give is life. Amen. But what? Why, well, she said, why, well, you all want to worship in Jerusalem. And our fathers worshiped. Well, I said, that's right. But said, we Jews know what we worship. But said, you know, the time's coming when when uh, man will not worship in Jerusalem or in this mountain. He said, uh, they're going to worship God in the Spirit because He is a Spirit. Spirit and truth. Well, she began to study, you know. He said, go get your husband and come here. She said, my husband? I haven't got any husband. Well, I said, that's the truth. said, so, so you've been running around with five got the sixth one now. and Amen. said, you've had five and... And, uh, you, you know, you, you told the truth. Watch. What was it? That light Amen. struck that seed that had been laying in there Amen. that was spoke for God. Amen. Yes, sir. The seed was on the earth when God moved the water away and the sun hit it, it come up. Amen. Amen. Okay. That's all it needed was sun. It needed light. Yes, sir. Amen. And then, when the Holy Spirit in him blew away her past life and showed it to her. That light struck and she said, Sir, I perceive you're a prophet. She said, We know, I know it, that when Messiah comes, that's what He's going to be and we ain't had a prophet for hundreds of years. We have never had a true prophet for hundreds of years. And she said, how are you tell me about my husband and told me how many have had and so forth. Well, I said, I don't understand this. That when Messiah cometh, well, he's going to do that, but who are you? He said, I'm he. That was it. Amen. A harlot. And the priest looked around and said, Well, they have to answer to the congregation he said, Don't fool that fella. He's, he's possessed of a devil. Yeah. So, well, that's the difference. That's the same thing today. Yeah. The same thing today. It's just exactly. yeah. Yes, sir. She she knew it because the light struck it. They, them, fishermen, woodsmen, farmers, tax collectors, harlots—they seen in him what the simple scripture said he would do. Amen. And the Pharisees couldn't see because of their tradition. Amen. They couldn't see because of tradition, but the prostitute, the farmers, and all them, they saw it. All that was predestinated. When the doubts rolled away, the seed went to growing. That's right. What did she do? She said, Well, I'm glad I met them. Oh, no, brother. Right into the city, she went. She forgot about the water. She said, "Come see a man who told me the things that I've done. Isn't this the very thing that the Scripture says Messiah is going to do? Isn't this exactly that?" And the people could see that same thing as Jesus Christ said in Saint John fourteen twelve. It will happen again. He said it also in Luke. When he said as it was in the days of Noah, how God manifested himself in a man and told who was behind him and what uh, uh, Sarah did laughing in the tent and all these scriptures of Malachi and so forth predicted in the last days. Hebrews 4 said when the word comes back. Malachi 4 said it would return back. Amen. The Hebrews 4 said the word of God discerns Amen. the thoughts that's in the heart Amen. and they can see it done and walk right away from it their traditions hide it and makes it non-effective
1: Amen.
0: Right. Amen. well we're just here that's all Amen. <clears throat> you know he could do the same thing today if he'd come out right on the scene and produce the same things he did then as he said he would See, he promised to do it.
1: Yes,
0: amen. He promised to do it. And if he would do the same thing, the Lady of messenger is supposed to do it. Amen. And then if the Lady Osia church sees it done, they'll do just exactly like right. the yeah. Hebrew church did it again. Mm-hmm. No matter how well vindicated it is, oh, it'd do it anyhow. Oh my. Now, say it says that we would return to the original Word and be made manifested as promised to restore again the faith, original faith again. And if he made himself known that he was dwelling amongst his people by doing these things, he could even have his picture taken, Amen. scientifically proven, Still, they don't
1: believe. They come.
0: Let the mechanical eye of the camera catch him standing there. That same pillar of fire, same yesterday, today, and forever. Hebrews thirteen eight. To show that it's scientific in every other way. Scientifically, in the spiritual realms, in every way it it could be vindicated, it's vindicated, And you know, they'd probably do the same thing. They'd probably just walk right away and do the same thing as they did. Oh, God help us. We'll just stop here. God help us to see now my prayer as we come now, because I don't want to keep you too late. God help us to see... (coughs) I believe maybe the Spirit upon us to be right now that He would help us to reveal, open up this seal. Let's read. As we see the state the church is in, we see where it has been, seen what they did, seen where it was supposed to come, see it there, and see what they're supposed to do. They did just that. Now, you see where we're at? You do the judging. I can't judge. I'm just responsible for bringing this word. Just as it's give to me, I can give it. Until it's given to me, I can't give it. No one else can. And when it opened the third seal, I heard the third beast say, Come and see. And I beheld in low a black horse, and he that sat on him had a pair of balances in his hand. And I heard the voice in the midst of the four beasts saying, A measure of wheat for a penny. And three measures of barley for a penny, but see thou hurt not the oil and wine. Now, the lamb's got the book in his hand, breaking the seals. Broke the first one, second one, and now he breaks the third one. And as he breaks it, the lamb breaks it, the third seal, the third beast. Now, how many know what the third beast looked like? Looked like a man. The first one looked like a lion. The other one looked like a calf or an ox. And the third one looked like a man. Amen. It was a man. And he heard the, the living creature, the uh, beast, living creature like a man, said to John, Come see what it is. This mystery, it's been hid all down through the years of redemption since the foundation of the world. It's been hid under this seal. What's going to happen? Now, come look what it is. And so he opens it up, a thunder blast, and the lamb opens the seals. Now, and John walked up to see what it would be. What did he see? He seen a black horse, and his rider had a balance or scales in his hand. Now, that's the first thing he saw. When the lamb announced it, uh, it broke the seal, then the other beast, were taking a turn about announcing, Come see. And John, where he was standing, maybe like this, he walks over here when his lamb opened Usually the thunder strikes as we've seen the first seal. And he watches to see what takes place. And he sees a man coming first on a white horse. He watches him ride down. And all down through, John sees him come to the end. He sees him come down. He's a white horse, got a bow in his hand, and uh, the rider has, and he has no arrows with it. And the next thing he sees, he gets a crown, rides right on through. Then. We find out, then the lamb, There comes again. He opens another one and looks. Now, here comes a, a red horse. And this man has a sword in his hand. He rides right on down through the Scripture. See? And this sword in his hand and was to kill and take peace from the earth. Now, uh, the lamb opens another seal. Another one of the living creatures, like a man, Say, Come see. Now, he walks up to see what this is. And when he does... There comes a rider on a black horse. Now, last night we found out that the same rider that rode the white horse was the same one on the red one. Amen. And the voice said, in the midst of the beast, called out, you see. They've come to see what it was. He was uh, in this living creature. And he saw this black horse. And when the voice in the midst of the four beasts called out, a measure of wheat for a penny and. And uh, three measures of barley for a penny, but see it thou hurt not the the oil and the wine. See? This rider, let's discuss him. If you notice, the first rider, who he was, and we found out last night scripturally that the second rider was exactly the same man, only he was on another horse. What happened? He changed his ministry. See? Right. We found out he was an antichrist. Amen. And he changed his position. We found out that when he first just was a white horse, he would come a doctrine. Now we've taken every one of these right back in the scriptures. Okay? Now watch where we're at tonight, that other church age now. Okay? We're coming down to the third church age now. Okay? Just exactly on the third church age is just exactly like the third horse. Now okay? the uh, first church age, why what the Nicolaitans had a doctrine. See, this is the first one. All right? And then the first thing we know, this Nicoladian doctrine, it becomes sanctioned and was right. Went into action. And it crowned this fellow. Then this spirit, Antichrist, become incarnate in a man. See? And we find out later on he becomes an incarnate devil, too. The demon goes away and the devil comes in. And just as that church, is uh, that Kind of Antichrist church progresses, so has the bride come along with well, different things too: justification, sanctification, baptism, the Holy Ghost is moving right on. See? Mm-hmm. Guess what? Only they've taken their revival first, and the church is taken it at last. Their first three years, the first three stages of them, and went through the dark age. Then the third three stages comes the church out Amen. from justification, sanctification, baptism, the Holy Ghost, in, incarnate God made manifest among us. Here he comes in as the Antichrist, Amen. as the false prophet, then the beast, Amen. then the dark age, and the church comes out of that dark age. Justification, sanctification, baptism, the Holy Ghost, incarnate Word go in, Amen. Amen. and he goes down. <laughs> he goes down, the church goes up. It's just as perfect as it can be. Oh, it's beautiful! I just love it. This rider is the same one, but another stage of his ministry. The first stage, a white horse. See. He was uh, just a teacher, just an Antichrist teacher. He was against the Word of God. Now, how can you be an Antichrist? Anybody that denies that every word of this isn't true to be taught just the same as an Antichrist. Because they deny the, 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 the Word, and He is the Word. Now, first stage, white horse, he was just a teacher, but an Antichrist spirit in its doctrine and its quality it was innocent. It couldn't hurt nothing, see, like. Just going on. That's why Satan comes in. Oh, he's a slick bird. They told he, he said, now, you know, you're looking for wisdom. You don't know what's right and wrong. So now, if your eyes were open, you would know what, and said the fruit is very pleasant. It's good. It's, it's pleasant to the eye. You should take it. Now, you don't know what it is or not, do you? No, I don't. But God said not to do it. But, oh, he, well, I know, but uh, God said he would die. He said, surely you won't do that. As sweet as it could be, look what it did. Amen. Watch this Antichrist spirit rise up amongst the early church. A doctrine of Nicolaitans. Nicol, conquer the laity, make a holy name. Or oh, it's just well, we just want fellowship. While you're scattered out here, nobody knows where nobody's at. I think we ought to have an organization and just be different. We go put ourselves together. We ought to make a lodge out of it, and that's what it is.
1: Amen.
0: There is no such thing as the Christian church. Of Methodist, that's not a church. That's a lodge. Baptist, that's not a church. It's a lodge. There's only one church. Amen. That's a mystical body of Jesus Christ, Amen. and you're born into that. Amen. That's right. By predestination. That's right. All the Father has given me will come. No man can come as the Father calls him. And all he's given me will come to me. That's it. This, the Lamb sits there making intercession until the last one comes in the little bell rings and he walks out and takes his possession see. so brings his church home his subjects and casts his enemy into the lake of fire and all of his subjects go in there with him and that's it and then we walk out in the millennium <clears throat> same writer now this first stage he was innocent and second now actually he went a little bit higher a little more than that the second stage the Bible said he'd be given a crown and they crowned a man a superman see Crowned him, and then the Bible didn't call him a pope. The Bible called him a false prophet. Why? Yeah, of course, he was be a false prophet by his antichrist spirit that taught antichrist against the original word. Amen. Because if he taught against the original word, he was antichrist, <coughs> and, the, and the word is God. Say Christ, right? Now, after that, we find him then crowned when he got crowned, now he's very innocent and helpless, he's just a little fellow, but then in the Nicaea council he was made and Constantine gave him all the property. And then what did he do? Then he, sees Satan give him his throne and authority. The Bible said so as we went through it. Now the next thing we find out that the devil controls all politics that ever has been or ever will be. Amen. We find that in Matthew four eleven, And now, we find out then that Satan already had politics, but he's trying to get the church. So he goes down to deceive it. He gets his superman, works him into an organization, and crowns him biker. A Christ. Amen. Christ acted instead of God. Amen. See, this guy's a biker instead of God. See? It's the same. Instead of God, what he's supposed to be, a biker under Christ. Now, Now, when he did that, then what did he do then? He, Satan took his political power, which he was already over, and took the religious power, which he has already been crowned, and put them together, and then he made him another crown over hell. And then he had passed on they pay enough money to get them out. Yeah. Yeah. So now he's, he's back for over heaven, yeah. over purgatory, as he wants to call it, those such thing in the Bible, see? But he had to make something. The Bible said he come out of the bottomless pit and returns back the same way. And on earth, the ruler. Now, what was he given then? First, he had a bow, but he didn't have any arrow. But now he's got a mighty sword in his hand. He could do something now. Then he jumps off his white horse. The white horse rides on out. Now he straddles what? A red horse. Blood. Blood red horse. He really rides that one. Oh, sure. Now he's given great power and a great sword to kill. Then he rides his blood red horse. We see from the second seal that was broke last night, he taken peace from the earth and did kill one another. And his own martyrology of the Roman Catholic Church shows that they put 68 million Protestants to death from the time of Saint Hippo of St. Augustine of Hippo until 1580-something. Um, Sixty-eight million. Smucker's Great Reform, if you want to read it. Doris Reform. Right? Huh. Sixty-eight million recorded on the martyrology when one of their so-called saints got the revelation that anybody that disagreed with the Roman church should die as a heretic that's just set him around. Then boy, he went to spill in the buddy. He, he jumped on his horse, on oh, his red horse.
1: Yeah.
0: and he went to ride. Oh, now his great power comes. He was made biker of heaven and uh, worshiped his God, ruler of the earth by uniting the church and state together, made him ruler on earth, giving him a crown over that. He could pray the souls out of purgatory. He could uh, also, uh, he was just like God on earth instead of God. Together, he had great power to kill whomever did not agree with his command. Who's going to say anything to him? Church can't say nothing. He's head of it. State can't say nothing. He's head of it. So they died by the millions. All them little churches, brother, was busted up and killed and murdered and fed to lions and everything else. A dragon, Rome, gave him his seat and authority. The Bible said so. So he rode his typed red horse through human blood to become a red horse. Now John sees him on a black horse. He changed something else. I have to to say this just the way it comes to me. Amen. Amen. And then and if it come to me and didn't compare with the rest of the scriptures, then God never gave it. Amen. See the scriptures have to ever one, it's just one great big big thing like that. Amen. Scripture has to agree with scripture. Amen. And anything's contrary to the scripture, if that angel Lord told me anything it wasn't Scripture, I wouldn't believe him. Amen. I said, there in Chicago the other day with all them hundreds of ministers. Was anybody there at that meeting? Sure, that meeting in Chicago. I said, now nah, you all talk about you got... You thought you twisting me in here or something. About like it's in this room now. I said, what is it you got it against me? I said, the Holy Spirit showed me three nights ago wherever one of you be and we wouldn't be in that... R- I asked Carl here if there's there was Hank and all of them. That's right. You always right here. Yeah. I said, now nah, you got it against me on my teaching. <laughs> That's what's the matter. Now I want one of you to come here and get your Bible and stand by me and disprove it. Mm. Amen. It's the quietest bunch you ever heard. Amen. I said, what's the matter with you? Amen. I said, then if you know you can't stand up against the Word, then get off of my back.
1: Amen.
0: You doctors of divinity and everything and talking how to introduce yourself as doctor, doctor, doctor. And I'm a... Oh, Brother Woods and I say chichock or greenhorn. I have no education never come to any seminary or school, but you get your Bible and come here and stand by my side. Disprove the serpent seed, the baptism in Jesus' name, or any of those things that I hear. Nobody said a word. You don't. Amen. That's the quietest bunch you ever seen. See, they just crow like, I don't know what. Now, Now, here it is. I don't believe in fussing with people, but when it comes to a spot where they try to drag you into it, and I wouldn't have went. But the Holy Spirit told me, said, go on over there. I'll stand by you. I told him three or four days before time, you all was there and heard Mr. Carlson and them and Tommy Hicks and all of them sat there. And I went three days before. And I said, you're going to have to cancel that place. It was a stormy night. I was having a meeting. He said, go stand to that window at that third low door there. And I went there and stood right in there. I looked out like that. He said, they got a trap set for you they're going to ask you to speak at that ministerial association of the greater Chicago. He said, they got a trap set for you on your teaching of my word. He said, now they're going to cancel off that place so they ain't going to get it. They're going to get to a place where it's found. I said, here it looks. I stopped and I see myself in a corner. Looked back there and seen, I seen all them, I seen uh, all them ministers sitting there the way they was. I looked them all over and he said, Oh, I thought I better not go over there, then, Lord. If they're going to do, that, I don't want to hurt their feelings or do anything wrong. He said, "Go. I'll stand by you." Mm-hmm. He did. Mm-hmm. That's right. Now you all just witnesses, right here, was yes, sitting right there. No, that's true. That's right. Well, you got the tape, sure, also. But there you are. You see? Now, now, here is the mystery of this, and now it when it revealed to me early this morning, before daylight. Then I went quickly to the Scripture and began to look. Search it up. There it was. Three of them so far has been absolutely supernaturally revealed. Now here is the mystery of the black horse according to what was revealed to me. He has started riding him in the time of the dark ages. That's what the dark, harsh represented. The dark ages for it was a time of midnight to the true believers that was left. Watch now, and that church age, that middle church age, the dark church age, watch how it says you just have a little strength. (laughs) It's a midnight to them for the true believer. Now, watch practically all hope had been taken from the true church. For this fellow controlled both church and state. Amen. What are they going to do? See, Catholicism had taken over both church and state. Amen. And all who didn't agree with Catholicism was killed. Amen. Amen. That's reading is on a dark horse. And watch what a dark thing he done. See. And then you see, and you just you know your history, watch it, and you well, you won't have to even know it to you know this. Now watch. All hope was gone, that's his black horse. Now he rode in on his white horse, cunning. Then he's give power, he took peace, slaughtered the millions. That's what he was gonna do, as you rode on through. And he still does it. See? Now, here he is on his black horse now coming forth. Dark Age, that was that time, just about the time after the church got set up and got in power, they smothered out everything else and went through about a, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years, it's what every reader knows as a dark ages. How many knows that? The, the dark ages. There's your dark horse. Amen. Representing that dark age. Now, all hope's gone. No hope at all. Everything looked dark for the little believers. Now, that's the reason it's called represent a dark horse. His balances are his scales in his hand. You see, calling out measure of wheat for a penny and three measures of barley for a penny. See? Actually, that is wheat and barley is natural staff of life. That's what bread and stuff's made from. But you see, he was charging for this. What it means that he was charging his subjects for the kind of the hope of life that he was sending out to them by making, he started in that very time of making them pay for prayer. Charging for prayer. They still do it.
1: No venience.
0: Because what was he doing? Capturing the wealth of the world. Amen. Amen. The scale weighing out measure of wheat or a penny, three measures of barley for a penny. The rider on a black horse. See, he was making, stripping his subjects of their money. When the Bible predicts that he holds about the wealth of the world, as we said last night about Russia and all that, they just take all the money, just strip the people for everything they got. Oh, there you are. Now, notice, you see where that old money taken in church comes from? they To build an organization, a big something million dollar here. You see what the mother of it is? Thank you, Lord. Oh, my. I'm so glad. Yes, sir. All right. It's been His grace. That's all. All right. All right. It's a midnight time. Do you understand that now? Yeah. And here He is charging for the kind of life that's His barley and stuff, natural. wasn't spiritual now. It was barley. So, and uh, barley bread and wheat bread. He was charging for that kind of a life that He was giving to His subjects. Charging for prayer by the priest to pray people out of purgatory. Yeah. Charging, I'm taking this right out of the history. Charging for, I guess it's novenia. I guess what everybody knows. What, novenia, I guess that's a, something you have to do, you know, some penance. Somebody has to charge for that. <laughs> Bringing the wealth of the world to him, into his self, into the church itself, and he's still riding. Yeah. Amen. Oh, he sure is.
1: Amen.
0: Yes, sir. Still riding. Notice, here's the good part now. Notice, see that thou hurt not this wine and Just a little bit of it left, but don't you touch that. Amen. Now, oral is symbolizes the Spirit, the Holy Spirit. I'll give you a few verses if you want to. There's scriptures in Leviticus. Eight twelve, where Aaron before he went in had been anointed with oil, you know, and Zechariah Zechariah four twelve, the oil coming pouring through the pipes and said, "This is my spirit, oil." And another thing, if you want to see Matthew fourteen twenty five, there was a foolish virgin. Twenty five three, the foolish virgin had no oil, no spirit, and Matthew twenty five four, the wise virgin had all in her land. Spirit, bill, spirit, oil typifies the spirit. Oh, Lord. Amen. You get it?
1: Amen. All right.
0: Amen. Now, oil typifies spirit and wine symbolizes stimulation of revelation. <laughs> oh, Lord, Lord. oh I, I like to run all over the place. I did to wake up the neighborhood and the Lord showed me that. Stimulation of of revelation. See? Oil and wine in the Bible is associated together. Always. I got the concordance look, the streak of that like, like that word. Wine and oil goes together all the time. See? When the truth of a promised word of God has been truly revealed to His saints that's filled with oil, they all get stimulated. The is a stimulation. Glory! I feel it right now. Stimulated with joy, shout, and when it does, it has the same effect upon them that that wine does upon a natural man.
1: Because
0: when the revelation has been given of a truth of God and the true believer filled with oil and the revelation is revealed, the stimulation becomes so great that he makes him behave himself unnormally. Right. That's what's the matter with them now. <laughs> right. Makes them behavior slightly like unseemingly. Hallelujah. Now, if you want scripture for this, just start reading Acts 2. <laughs>
1: Amen. What
0: had? They had the promise that had been given them. When all of the promise of the Holy Spirit was poured out on them and was... It was scripturally vindicated. Now I see that. What if it said, now wait, he told us to wait up here for our ministry. And after eight days it said, well, I tell you boys, Mark said to Matthew, I, I believe we've already got it, fellas, don't you think so? See, we already got it. Well, we're waiting on our ministry we're always growing up preaching. He told us to come up here and wait, this is eight days we've been here. Well, let's wait another one. Nine days come. Then Mark comes around or. or or maybe one of the rest of them. John said, "I, I, I believe you aren't any longer. I believe you've already got it, don't you?" And I can see Simon because he had the keys, you know. Wait a minute, boys! Amen. The Scriptures got something to say about this. Amen. He never told us just how many days away. He said you stay there until. Amen. You stay there until. Joel's prophecy comes to pass Amen. until Isaiah's prophecy is vindicated. For with stammering lips and with other tongues will I speak to this people. And this is the refreshment. This is the wine that's poured out. What is wine in the Bible? Refreshment. This is the refreshment that comes from the presence of the Lord. <laughs> this, it's got to be scriptural now. See? So you see, wine Represents Stimulation Of revelation yeah. And when the Holy Ghost fell And the, they seen The fire of God Fall upon them My That began to stimulate them And the first thing you know They got so stimulated till the people Actually thought They were drunk But they were stimulated By the revelation God, Here it is God's Vindicated, revelation made plain to them. They was happy about it. God promised it. Here it was revealed to them and vindicated to them. Here was the man standing there saying, "This is that. This is it." And there it was being vindicated by the same sign. There's stimulation by revelation. Amen. Amen. And now, they really had it then. That's the reason Peter could get out there and say, Why, well, you men of Judea and you that dwell in Jerusalem, listen to me. <laughs> you, All you doctors of divinity, listen to what I'm going to tell you.
1: <laughs>
0: oh, how wonderful. Reveal. Reveal they become so stimulated when they see it vindicated. That this always does not it. it always does.
1: When
0: I see that God promised to do a certain thing in this day. When He promised to break off these seals in this last day. And you don't know the joy, the glory. Hallelujah! When I see Him reveal this, Stand there and watch it happen. And Amen. Amen. know that I'll take any person to charge. He never did say one thing to us, but what happened that way? Amen. And then to see the joy... It's in my heart when I see His promise for this last days Amen. as He promised to do it, and here I see it vindicated and made perfectly right. I'm misfe- I, You hear me say I feel religious? That's what's the matter. The stimulation is so bad, I, uh, I just just about ready to go to cutting up. <laughs> stimulation from Revelation. Mm. All right. They become so stimulated over the, the revelation Amen. that they vindicate <laughs> all right, the promise. Oh, my. There broke out the joy of stimulation till the people said they're drunk on new wine.
1: <laughs>
0: when God revealed His promise to them. And not only did He reveal it, but He proved it. That's what I've always said. A man can say anything he, he could just have to say anything. But when God comes around and vindicates that.
1: Amen.
0: Now the Bible said, If there be one among you who claims to be spiritual or prophet, if he says these things and it don't come to pass, then don't pay no attention to it. Don't fear him at all. Amen. Don't fear that. But if he says it and it comes to pass, Amen. that's me. Amen. <laughs> I'm in that. That proves why it's me. And then that little Samaritan woman, when the Scripture said that this Messiah would do these things, and here He stood and did it just exactly what the Scripture said. She said, there He is. Come see a man. Isn't that exactly the thing that the Scripture said would happen? See? She got stimulated by <laughs> revelation
1: Amen.
0: is that right Amen. she becomes uh, stimulated Amen. by revelation when it was vindicated Amen. see Amen. that's right she know that there was we know that Messiah is a coming who is called the Christ and when he comes he will do these things Amen. she's seen it he said I'm he <laughs> then the stimulation started <laughs> and away she went Shouting and down through the city, she left her old water pot and went down there and said to the man, "Come see. uh, If you only know the Eastern traditions, that's wrong for her to do that." (laughs) Yes, sir. A woman of that type, nobody listened to her. No, sir. See, she had a mark, and when she uh, she would go down the street like that and act like that, the man street paid attention to her brother. (laughs) she had a word of life there. She was stimulated. Like trying to put a house out on fire on a windy day. (laughs) Oh, there's something fanning. (laughs) She was was ready. (laughs) Yes, he couldn't put that out. That was God's fire. She said, if you don't believe it, so you just come over here where the meeting's going on. (laughs) Uh, Yes, sir. And so... The man went out there and he didn't do it one more time, but they know something happened to that woman. Amen. She was changed, so they believed him. <laughs> yes, sir. They believed on him. Because faith cometh by hearing, hearing the promise the of, God, of God, the word of God, Amen. and watching it being made real. Because it's a seed, and when it's sowed, it'll take life. Amen. It'll produce just what it's talking about. Amen. If it doesn't, then it doesn't got That's seed. Praise right. the name of all. Or the sower didn't know how to sow it. He wasn't the of God to sow seeds. He might be sowing them on top of a rock or something. So you you, see, the sower, sowing the seed, God takes care of it It falls in the right place. Oh, my. (laughs) Then, what does it say to this rider in black? Don't you hurt my wine and my oil. Don't you touch it. My wine oil. Now I've got just a little bit of it down there, but there's still a little bit there. Now you can go on through and measure out all that kind of life. It's your putt night, that's up to you. You're going to pay for it down there. But when you come across that wine and oil, you leave it alone. Oh my. If you can if you in other words like this, if you catch some of my little flock (laughs) that's filled with my oil and wine, see. Wine uh, and all of the pure words, see? Yeah. And you're going to kill them, because you, you're you doing it, that's what you're doing. Don't you force them to say any Hail hey, Mary, or do anything like that, or some of like your creeds. Amen. You keep your hands off of them, they know where they're going. Amen. Or they are anointed with my oil. Oh. And by being anointed with my oil, they have the wine of joy because they know my word of promise I'm going to raise them up again. Amen. Don't hurt that. Don't go so we'll try to mess them up because just keep away from them. Oh. oh, he vindicates his word and brings it in. They knowed. They knew they'd rise again. Oh, how I like that. They'll rise again.
1: Amen.
0: Here comes a black horse riding now. Dark ages. That went the white horse. We've seen what he done perfectly. Here comes a red horse. We see exactly what he done. Here comes a black horse. You see the same rider all the time. What he's doing right down through the ages. Now, we find out he measured it out and charged for it. Exactly. Wheat. Oui. Natural. Natural life. It's what he's living on but symbolizing spirit, oil, and joy of the wine. That's spiritualizing. Amen. Don't hurt that. Leave it alone. And otherwise, Rome, don't you touch it. It's mine. Amen. Amen. That belongs to me. Now, we've got another thing here I want you to notice. Notice, it was not one of the four beasts that said, don't touch the oil and the wine. Did you notice that? Amen. The four beasts had been talking. But watch. Let me just read yeah. out here just a little bit. Now, measure a penny for a, a bar, a wheat for a penny and three measures of barley uh, uh, for a penny, and see that I hurt not the wine nor. Now, listen here. And I, and I heard a voice in the midst of the four beasts. Boy,
1: yeah. What was it? Lord. The lamb. What's <laughs> the
0: four beast? <laughs> the Lamb said it. Oh, wow! Don't take his own. That belongs to him. Amen. 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 Don't you touch that. Oh, no, sir. Not the four beast, but the Lamb was the one that said it. Oh, my. Amen. The Lamb, not the four beast, that announced this. The Lamb said itself... When the four beasts said come and see, and they went and they seen it like that, he said, A measure a wheat for a penny and a four me and so much like this and so much barley. But then the lamb cried out right among them and said, But don't hurt the wine at all. Amen.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's right. Oh my. Listen to it, don't you hurt it, or you're going to pay for it someday. Oh my. Nine thirty. Well, to the best of my understanding and the best uh, that I know of and with all that I believe in my heart, that's the true meaning of those three seals. I want to thank God for it. I'll say this, that it's a revelation that He gave me. He gave that to me, the revelation of it. And I do believe that we're living in the last days. Amen. Tomorrow night, we'll take that pale horse rider. And now, I, I don't know. I do not know. God knows. That's true. I do not know one thing about it. <coughs> no. I looked up my old context I had years ago. I seen Gr- Brother Grim Snelling. A while ago I, he might have went out. But I remember when I was preaching here before, I looked up to see what I said. Years ago one day, I was going through the book of Revelations. I took all four horse riders one time. I said, a white horse, that was the early church, no doubt. I read that out of the book of the Adventists and I read something out. I said, that was the early church that went forth, conquering. And the next was a black horse. I said, I forget now what I call that black horse. I said, um, or the red horse, rather. I said, that horse is probably mean that if trouble is on the road. and It's going to mean a lot of war is going to hang up or something like that. I said, probably, it'd be a lot of war. I said, that's what they'd be. And then I said, the, the pale horse, or the the black horse, I said, that, that means that that maybe there'll come a black time on earth when all the stars will, will put shine, the sun will go down, and moon won't give its light. I said that's probably what that means. I said, the pale horse it means a lot of sickness is coming on. <laughs> I don't know what it means. But that's that was my interpretation of it then because I just took it the best I could stay here in the pulpit. But Oh, I almost said something.
1: <laughs> all right. Hallelujah. <laughs>
0: Hallelujah. Oh you, you'll see what's one. Now, glory. glory. Oh, aren't we happy for this hour? We
1: when
0: we see all this thing heading up, I think, nations are breaking, Israel's awakening, the signs that the prophets foretold. The Gentile days numbered with horrors encumbered. Return over this verse to your own. The day of redemption is near. Man's hearts are fading for fear. Be filled with the Spirit, your lamp's trimmed and clear. Look up, your redemption False prophets are lying. God's truth, they're denying that Jesus the Christ is our God. Amen.
1: Amen. 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 Amen.
0: But we'll walk where the apostles have trod. For the day of redemption is near. Man's hearts are fading for fear. They fill with the Spirit. Have your lamps trimmed and clear. Look out. Your redemption is near. Out, wonderful. I love that wonderful. Redemption is near. And it shall be light. Like in the evening time, the path to glory you will surely find in the waterway is a light today uh, buried in the precious name of Jesus young and old repent from all your sin the Holy Ghost will surely enter in the evening light has come it is a fact that God and Christ are one he's the word Wonderful. Soon the Lamb will take his bride to be ever at his side. All the hosts of heaven will assemble. Free. Oh, it will be a glorious sight. All the saints in spotless white. And with Jesus they shall feast eternally. Oh, come and express ourselves Lord, in, I love Him, I love Him, because He first loved me. Hallelujah. All right, all together now. Wow. an interpreter here, Brother Higginbottom. I don't know if he's here tonight or not. We're going to find out what he said to us. Just wait a minute. God, you you love Him tonight with all your heart. baptismal services tomorrow night at 6.30, possibly a few minutes
1: before that.